Hey, hey, on this episode of Stamp and Chance Wrestling, we are just two weeks away from the Royal Rumble. Things are heating up in the world of professional wrestling in regards to the Royal Rumble and all over the place. So guys, if you want to find out where Brock Lesnar is and who's coming and who's going, you got to tune into the show. Stamp and Chance. Hey everybody, welcome back. It's Tuesday. It's Wrestling with Samp and Chance. I'm your host, Bobby Sampson. Right there beside me, my man with the master plan, Mr. Chance Michaels Everlast. What's going on, brother? Uh, not too much, not too much. Looking forward to the show. How about you? Can't complain, my friend. Got my coffee, got my water. It's cold outside, but it's nice and warm inside. And yeah, things are heating up in the world of wrestling, man. So let's get right into it. Royal Rumble two weeks away. We had Raw last night. Average show. I don't think it was the greatest uh, show that they no. had. But I don't think this, again, this show was not geared for us. I mean, it was, but it wasn't. I mean, yes, we're mm-hmm. building up to the Royal Rumble. But the attention was oceans apart and continents apart. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I hit on that point right away, Chance, only for the fact that I want everyone to know that that show was not meant for us last night. Yeah, but people forget WWE is a global audience, not just North Canada and America, right? India, England, you name a country, they're there. So that was for India last night, the main event. Yeah, I know. I mean, having uh, Veer and Sangha come out as well, I mean, very, very close. I almost thought there for a second, oh, crap, okay, they're going to, you know, he's going to lose, have the title for maybe a month, lose it to the Rumble, no one's less for it. Maybe hold it till Elimination Chamber if they really want to do it that way. I really thought that, that he was going to win last night. I really did. I had a suspicion that they were going to pull the trigger. You? No, I knew no way Jinder was going to win. But I'll tell you one thing about Jinder. He's getting a lot, you know, people call him a mid-carter, a jobber. I know we got the belt, but here's the thing about the guy. He's big. He looks like a million bucks. He's built, and he dresses well. I call it the airport an airport champion. When you go to the airport and you see Jinder Mahal, big, strong, he wears the loafers with no socks, he got the suit, he looks like a champ, he dresses like a star, compared to some of these other guys who just wear hoodies and sweats. So he looks the part, so I'm glad he got this opportunity and, he's, and he deserved it. And he actually wrestled a good match. When they, when they were standing against each other last week, you could look at it and say, oh my God, if Jinder wanted to get his mall south with his bare hand, you know what I mean? In a shoot fight, he would squash them, so... He, I thought he wrestled a decent match. I thought he, he looked good. He looks good. He's not quite as built as he was, but they love him in India. That's all that matters, right? But he he dresses the part. He looks the part, which is I really appreciate that. He takes craft seriously compared to some of these guys who dress like slobs outside of the ring. <clears throat> okay, okay, fair play, fair play. No, I can't, I can't. There's nothing there to disagree with. I mean, I think. And Tony Khan finally made a star. Jinder by doing that on Twitter and mouth and off and stuff, he finally made Jinder a star. It's the first star that Tony Khan's ever created. So Tony, you finally created a new star. Yeah, I, I just don't think Tony gets it. Like I, 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 he gets wrestling. Yeah, but I mean, you, you were right. You know, I have to call it when it's right. You were right. Like I mean, that entire promotion is geared to the internet wrestling community. It is. Yeah. So I mean, it's basically. I don't want to call it woke wrestling, but it's pretty much woke wrestling, right? Nobody's I mean, saying Jinder Mahal is uh, Stone Cold or Brock Lesnar, but, you know, he deserved the match. He looks good. He looks the part. Like, Tony should never even, got, never even mentioned it. Like, I'm not sure why he's so invested over who WWE's main event's going to be on Raw. He should focus on his own product. And Ojo Vince McMahon would never come out and tweet, oh, my God, 
this is your main event. He doesn't carry on his focus on his product, and that's a problem with Tony Khan. Well, I think that's just the problem with every other promotion. If you think, of, if you go back all the way to WCW, I mean, one of their biggest things was calling out all the matches, calling yeah. out all the champions, and Mike Tyson at the WrestleMania, and that announcement. You know that that that's going to go down forever and ever as perhaps one of the major turning points. Oh, when mankind he really puts butts in the seats. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely, right? I mean, if that was the worst call Tony Schiavone ever made, that would have had to be it, only for the yeah. fact of the ramifications of that call, right? I mean, that basically changed everything. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you, you can look at other organizations, and Tony Khan should do the same and see what WCW is doing and did. I mean, feuding with Eric Bischoff is really stupid on his part, in my opinion. I mean, that's one guy you want in your corner to show you, you know, what he did wrong and, and the things that they did wrong. I mean, to be honest, I think WCW could have won that thing if they had played their cards right. But I mean, AEW is basically doing everything the same way, but in more of a politically correct way. Is that right way to That's say exactly it? Exactly what they're doing. Yeah, he's going politic. He's yeah, like you said, he's he's gearing toward the niche market. Tony Khan. He's a hardcore wrestling fan. He's a hardcore wrestling mark. His dad has money, so he can play Booker. But here's the thing: I think Edge said it best. Tony Khan's a fan. Triple H is a fan. Vince McMahon, he thinks about global. He thinks the worldwide. He doesn't care about two dudes in their underwear rolling around and flipping. He's thinking about, oh my God, we got to bring in Liberace. We got to make this a spectacle. Because we'll be honest with you, two dudes in their underwear wrestling around for an hour all the time. It can get boring after a while. You need some sparkle. You need some pizzazz. And that's what Vince brings. AEW doesn't have that, that entertainment um, aspect yet. They're too focused on just the in-ring product, which is great for the hardcore fans. But the casual guys, they want some star power. That's where it comes down to. Isn't it awesome that we love two guys wrestling in their underwear? Yeah. But <laughs> you don't want to see it all like too many of the, all the time. You need to, I to see the stars out there too, right? Yeah, yeah. But, well, I mean, it's sports entertainment. I mean, it's yeah, entertainment. It it's sport. I mean, it's a it's perhaps the most unique product in the world. I mean, there's yeah, nothing you can have like music it. Out there. You can do anything out there. Right? It's nothing like it in the world that compares to it or or even you know, even comes close to um, anything in the world. I mean, I guess soap like operas, right, are the closest things to it. Nothing compares to WrestleMania, right? The granddaddy of them all, the spectacle, right? That's the, the ultimate entertainment show. No, that's a Super Bowl of it all, right? But I mean, yeah. I, I almost feel that from January onwards, it's probably the best time to be a wrestling fan. Yeah, the Royal Rumble. Spring, Mania. Right? I mean, it's, it's something about the Royal Rumble. Speaking of the Royal Rumble, man. Brock Lesnar making headlines. We have not seen him since SummerSlam. He was not at Saudi Arabia, and he's been at every one of those Saudi shows since they started in 2018. So the last I've heard is he will probably end up at the Royal Rumble, which will lead to that Gunther and um, Brock match. I mean, any indication kind of shows are kind of planting the seeds. Gunther coming out last night, you know, he hasn't been there for a little bit, took a little bit of a break, uh, comes out and says that he's going into the Royal Rumble. Everyone's talking about finishing their story and whatnot. But don't forget, I was in there for the whole match until the very last, you know, second to last man. Doesn't mean anything at the end of the day. You didn't win. Yeah. But they're building that up now, like to that point where I can see, okay, Brock's going to come out, eliminate him. That's going to set up the match. Now, the question remains. Is Brock in that position now where he's just there to put over guys? Uh, I think it's the, I think yes and no. I think sometimes, well, definitely Gunther's. If he if he wrestles Gunther at at Mania, he's going to Gunther's going to beat him. He's young, 
I mean, give him that push, give him that rub. But yeah, for the most part, yeah. They're also saying that they're trying to convince Lesnar to fight at UFC 300, eh? They're having problems. UFC's having problems, a lot of problems right now, man. I mean, I think they put so much in that 299 card, they have nothing left for 300. I mean, we'll even put 300 over the top, you get Lesnar out of retirement. There you go. Well, bro, they, they've canceled the Saudi show. And we'll talk about this more in the boxing episode. Um, only for the fact, I only bring it up here. They canceled that show in March because they didn't feel the card was strong enough. Because Excellency didn't think it was a star-studded card. They only want star-studded cards. Yeah. Here's the thing. UFC 300, you put Lesnar on the card, boom, pay-per-views are through the roof. I don't know if he can pass the test, though. That's the only thing holding him up. Well, That's why I mean, he fight Daniel Cormier. People don't realize that. Not that he was scared of the guy. It's just no. that... He was. They do their own testing, and they get just like John Jones still gets pinned once in a while because they can trace it's like a grain of salt in your body if you ever used. The testing is so good, so that's why Lesnar didn't fight Cormier. But who would Brock fight at three hundred? What's that? Who would you put him up against at three hundred? I mean, we're we're two months away. Three months. Well, John away. Jones wants, but I don't know if John Jones it might be too short of notice. He won't be. He won't heal up fast enough. He won't be ready till maybe. That's the thing. That's the super fight and right there. On top there. of that, he just went and got you know. Uh, Bone spurs taken out of his elbows. If Nagano was still in UFC, I'd do, I'd do Lesnar Nagano. But he's not. So somebody will take it, though. They'll find somebody if he does. I don't know. That could just be a rumor, but because they're looking for star power for that show, right? Yeah. So, we'll see. Well, let's look at the card at Royal Rumble so far. We got Roman going yeah. against, you know, in a fatal four way, which should be interesting. I think, you know, again, Roman's going to walk away. Um, now, is Orton guy going to be in the Royal Rumble too? See, that's the thing. Probably. I mean, at the end of the day, there if you're you trying go. to make up numbers and everything, it all depends, right? I mean, most likely than not. Depends where that fight is. If that's the last fight of the card, then no. It all depends where they put it, right? I mean... But I think you need Orton Styles and those guys in the Rumble. Let's give it a little bit of extra kick, a little bit of more star power, right? Again, it all depends where... If if that match is the first match... See, because with two Royal Rumbles, you would think they're going to bookend each other, right? So if that's yeah. the case, I would figure, okay, you start with the women's, and then you end with the men's and everything else is in between. So if that match, that Roman match is the second to last match before the Royal Rumble, the men's rumble, I don't know if they're going to make it back in time for that. Uh, if they'd be able to pull it off. I can tell you though, if they start with the heavyweight title or the you know world championship match first, then you could see them at the end. Yeah. I got a feeling um, we'll see Orton in the rumble somehow. Yeah. Well, well, we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. But, I mean, I, I don't think it's going to benefit anybody. Uh, last night on Raw, we saw the beginnings of the Rhea Ripley-Becky Lynch match at Mania, which will probably happen, which leads me to believe that she's probably going to win the Rumble somehow, I, I would think. think. So. But that being said, we still have Fastlane or whatever Elimination Chamber after that. So there are yeah, shows, Australia. Right? There are shows still to come that can, you know, change the dynamic of it all. But... They, you know, Rhea came out, cut a promo saying this is her division. She doesn't appreciate Nia Jax coming out here, talking all her smack. I'm the leader. I'm the woman of this division, which she is. She didn't say nothing wrong. Um, you know, she, she's just continuing on to be this powerhouse of an individual, which is awesome. Yeah, but, you know, but, but, you know, just that, that statement at the end, I'll see you at Mania. She hopes she wins the Rumble. So, that's a match we haven't seen, so that should be kind of fun. I mean, that's yeah, that'll definitely cool. happen at WrestleMania for sure. And I like what Becky said. She goes deep in my heart. I think you're better than me, but I need to see you to prove that. Yeah, right. So I like that. I like where that story's going. Um, 
what else do we have? We had Ivar squash, um, Tozawa. I don't know what they're doing there, man. Really, why do they keep that's that to me? That's the thing is like I noticed when I was watching Raw a little bit last, a little bit this morning. They lack a lot of star power in Raw. If you're putting out Ivar Tozawa out there for a match on Raw, that's a filler. That should be on a house show. So I'm not sure. I mean, I know they're getting them work, getting them on TV, but like, I don't know. That doesn't seem like a Monday Night Raw match to me. Well, I mean, Eric is injured, right? Yeah. So I mean, that's why they're giving Ivar the push, the singles push. If you look at the Viking Raiders, they, they have had more injury and shelf time than they have had time together, it feels like. If one's not injured, the other's injured. You know, yeah. it's just kind of back and forth. Ivar had that really bad injury which kept him out for like five, six months, but I respect Ivar trying to do the singles push, keeping the name alive and keep going. Um, yeah, but, but is it necessary though? If his partner's down, he's not really a good singles competitor. So why force this? Just let him, dude, you're going on the house shows, you're taking some time off, your partner's injured. That's just too bad because yeah. that is, that is just, that match is, I don't understand it. There's not a lot to understand, man. I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, what can you really say? Um, it, it just makes things really interesting because, I mean, you can't forget that The Rock's now involved in all of this somehow, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, I, I kind of, you know, segue into this because I just think it's really interesting. How is this going to play out? Like, where does everyone go? You got Punk trying to finish his story. You got uh, Cody trying to finish his story, you know, storyline-wise, right? And then you throw in Brock. And then you throw in, well, Brock, we already know what direction he's probably going to go yeah. in, right? Um, and there's only really one title that they can all go for. So who's Seth going to face if that's the case, right? Probably CM um, Punk. Well, it's kind of interesting if you think about it. Here comes The Rock, here's CM Punk. And one of the major reasons he left is because of all the stuff that went down with The Rock, him losing the title, him losing the opportunity to headline WrestleMania. And sure yeah, enough... Right. And sure enough, Punk comes back and guess who else comes back? Right. So like I've said before, Punk, you know, cries about this. And Seth does too. These guys complain and they cry. You guys aren't global stars like The Rock or Brock Lesnar. You just aren't. And uh, you're great in the wrestling community. You're not a box office star outside of the ring. So they come back, they sell. Look at how much um, social media use Rock does when he comes back. Seth and can't touch that. Well, That's why this is a money business, right? I'm going to make an early prediction here, okay? Maybe The Rock does enter the Royal Rumble. I don't think he does, in my opinion. I think you have enough time. He's planted the seeds. I don't think that match with Roman is going to be a title match in any way. It just shouldn't be. It makes no sense. It has to be. There's no point of it then. Well, I mean, if that's the case... No, it's a title match, 100%. Okay, well... Rock Rock only does title matches. He's not going to wrestle uh, for no title. Not not when he's in his early 50s. Okay. When you say it that way, yes. Okay. Yeah. Here's how I see it playing out, okay? I don't know why, but I almost have a feeling they're going to make it a three-way dance at Mania for Seth's title. Seth, Punk, and Cody. Somehow, yeah, it's going to become a triple trust somehow. right? Because where does Cody go? If he's, not fighting, if he's not fighting Roman, who does he fight? Well, you can already see a little bit. Cody's, I'm not saying he's fading, but he's definitely going down a little bit. You get his feeling when he comes out. He's lost a little bit of the momentum with Orton back, with Punk back, with Rock back. He's he's never been the top guy anywhere. And even right now, you can still see they're making you believe his story, his story, his story. But if you just watch the crowd reaction, you can just see it's Orton, Punk, and, and The Rock right now. Or the yeah, three yeah. Guys well, just... No disagreement, but this is where you have to dig in and see what your character is all about, right? I mean, the honeymoon period ends for everyone. 
I've, I've always no. said it before for years on the show. I've never understood the hype with Cody Rhodes. Yeah, he dresses well. He's not a bad worker, but I've never understood him being a top guy. He tells you he's a top guy, but the fans have never said that. The promoters have never thought he was. So all of a sudden, I'm not sure where all this Cody Cody is this amazing guy came I think, from. He's a mid carter at best. That's what he always I think what happens. Lost. I think what happens, and they talked about it last night because Cody did come out, opened up the show, and Drew came out with mm, his Drew. whiny little attitude piece. And you know, all these guys are kind of intertwined. I mean, Cody's last match with Drew before he came back was on the mm. independent. So I mean, yeah, there's something to be said about leaving and coming back and rebuilding yourself. And sometimes you need that, right? Jinder had to do it, Drew did it, Cody did it. Uh, yep. there's a few other guys that will probably emerge back on the scene at some point that that were let go, but but they built up that 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 but that's in the Vince McMahon days when he said, Hey, you guys, you're just not cutting, you gotta go. The, the new regime is not like that. They're gonna put out Ivars and Tazawas and, and and Johnny Gargano's so Vince would never do that like that. And so you're gonna see like some parts of Raw, like when I was watching Tazawa versus Ivar and when I was watching Dominic JD versus um DOI, I thought this should be on AEW. The first thing I thought when I watched it just feels like the little guys flipping around, which is cool and stuff, they're talented, but that feels like AEW to me. And we're yeah. losing a lot of star power and, and that cool feel that i'm finding they're trying to i know what they're trying to do. they're trying to kind of appease everybody but i don't think it's working that's what i see on raw at least well, last i night. mean you also have to work with what you got yeah but you don't need to have to, you got other guys you don't need to have the argument that, that how would you book, how would you book raw then if, i mean based on what well, you have of the roster but I'd, I'd throw omos out there i'd throw a couple big dudes out there i wouldn't have all these little guys all the time because that's what AEW is and i'm not knocking little guys some of my favorite guys of all time are the little guys, but when the whole show is around that, that's AEW. Another thing that another thing the SmackDown regime is getting a lot of heat for is that move that Theory did on Carmelo Hayes, which is a great match. That move that he did, Vince would never have allowed him to do that, and then they both got hurt. So you can kind of see the inmates are running the asylum a little bit. The, the, the big mean boss ain't there to keep you in line, and kind of the cool guys here. And when the cool guy gets here. This is the kind of stuff that happens, right? I don't think they would ever let that move happen. Hey, look, if you would have pulled it off, it would have been genius. But, you know, they both cracked heads and they both got hurt. Yeah, I both walked away with concussions, man. Um, it's too bad because no, I mean, those guys are great athletes. Ebbs and flows, my brother. You know, yeah. that's why I kind of look at the business and everything. Like, not everything's going to always be the way we no, like. No, it's not always you go, but AEW has to be distinguish themselves and not follow in that you know AEW let some couple of geeks on the internet trash talking them and, and fall to what they want because that's what AEW does you don't want to get caught in that trap well, let's see if they can pull it out let's see what they do I mean again it just all comes down to with what you're working with and and what you have to work with um, yeah that's part um, of it too right I mean Omos is a big man but we have not seen him in a long time I know well, why not though he's the biggest man in wrestling and they don't even throw him out there throw him out there let him stand. Let him punch out a few guys. And you got these little guys like JD McDonough, who looks like he could be your plumber. And you got this monster of an athlete that you'll never see anywhere else. We're not using him. Like I just don't get it. Again, try to do something. Right? Yeah. Something. Let's see what they do. Let's see what they do. We are in the season. Let's see what happens here. But I, I really feel like I, like I said, I just think like now Punk is going to come back and he's going to confront Cody. Uh, so, yep. so I, I have a feeling there's going to be something there. I hope we don't get a tie. Uh, you know, Royal Rumble, we haven't seen one of those in a while where both guys get thrown out at the same time. I almost have a feeling we're going to see something like that. I just, I don't know why. I could be, you know, I'm, I hope I'm wrong. I want a yeah. clear cup winner, but I just have a feeling just to kind of fit everyone into this somehow. 
um, to make well, it. They don't need to fit anyone in. Some people's feelings get hurt. Their feelings get hurt. Yeah. You got to go with the guys that have a hot hand that will draw the most money for WrestleMania. And if Cody's feelings are hurt or it's Punk or Orton's, well, that's too bad. There's only two main events for the men's, for the belts, right? You can't have everybody in there to appease everybody. And well, that's when things get out of line, right? Well, we got we'll two weeks to the it. Rumble. It can go a lot of ways. but We got two weeks to the Rumble. And from there, yeah. we should start getting some answers, clear-cut answers. And then after that, Elimination Chamber in Australia. So that should answer a lot more. Um, but I, I, I think that this will pick up for Bra- for Rock and Raymond, Roman at the Elimination Chamber. I have a feeling that Rock will be there. Yeah, he uh, might, yeah. Well, I mean, it's that kind of a show, right? I mean, why wouldn't he be on that show? Um, you know, I just don't see him. If Rock goes into the Rumble, I I don't see him winning it. It makes no sense for him to win it. He's already won it. I mean, that spot should still be open for your main roster talent. Yeah. You already know that fight's going to happen. So just, you know, let's just figure out a different direction to it. And like I said, Rock already called him out, said, should I sit at the head of the table? So, I mean, here we go. So we already kind of know two of the matches for Mania. Um Royal Rumble shaping up to be pretty good. You got Logan Paul against Kevin Owens. Both those guys should be in the Royal Rumble. Um, we we got the four-way dance for the men's title. Uh, we got the two Royal Rumbles. Uh, other than that, the card's still pretty barren, man. The women, neither women are defending their titles so far that we know of. Yeah, the Rumble's all um, about it's all about the uh just the two the two rumble matches, right? Maybe yeah, yeah. yeah. Be, you know, we're pretty much thing around. Those are the most exciting. No, for sure, for and sure. Logan Kevin should be a good match. But overall, man, I think the state of wrestling is pretty good. Uh, TNA is doing really, really well. And now that they're back, they've dropped the Impact name. So they're now officially TNA again. Uh, a lot yeah. of guys are happy. The, you know, So this is the other thing. Some of the people that were going to leave TNA to come back to WWE are now considering staying where they are because they're having a good time and they're enjoying what they're doing over at TNA. So uh, a couple of the names that have been thrown out there as surprise entrants may not even be there anymore. So good for TNA. I mean, they're quietly, you got to figure that's one organization that's just quietly stayed in the background and they haven't, you know, dropped off. I feel like AEW's dropped off a lot more than TNA has. Yeah, but the AEW is still a way bigger player than TNA, though. But I know what you're saying, though. AEW came in with a lot of hype. They were the anti WWE, anti, you know, big bully boss kind of thing there's a geeky dude on the side and it played cool for a while and now you can see what happens when the cool guys on the show just watch aw you know it really shows again that old school mentality i mean the talent will always be the talent and they'll always look at the other guy as the money they never he's never fully accepted into that 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 flow that everyone else is that's considered talent right so I yeah, mean, which is fine, but he just needs to be a little more authoritative, a little more strict, a little more like Vince McMahon. Nobody can be like Vince, but you got to have some rules. Like Jericho said, if you screwed up, you didn't do what you was told, McMahon would, you know, he'd discipline you or he'd get rid of you. Tony Khan, if you screw up, you got no fear. You can literally sit in a press conference with a guy, insult him and his company, and he doesn't do nothing. Grab that mic, shut CM Punk down. I, I do That kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't think Tony Khan will get it or or put himself in that position until Rashid Khan realizes how much money his son is spending and pulls back the purses a little bit for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, right now it's free Tell money. It's easy. It's easy money for him. Right. 
He doesn't have to think about where it's coming from. He doesn't have to think about what he's putting into it. If he was using his own money, if he was using his own funds, you would not see the type of show you did at Wembley with 80,000 fans. I don't care what anybody says. You, you probably spent more to have the show there than you did to make off of it. How many yeah. of those tickets were comped? How much did you have to pay the talent? You know, like there's just so many costs that goes into running a show. When you when you're Speak. using someone else's money, you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Speaking of shows, they got Sting's last match coming up at their pay per view Revolution on March third. So, yeah, Greensboro, Carolina. Uh, I guess it's him and uh, Darby versus Young Bucks or something. I don't know if that's official. That's episode. what I'm seeing. That's what they showed at the end of it. Um, you know, again, the Young Bucks are back again. But does that feel like a does that feel like a like a um, a match you must see because Sting's fighting the Young Bucks with Darby Allen to me no uh, you know when you see Taker versus Michaels retirement match oh my God and when you see um, Flair and Michaels or whatever it was you know what I mean but this match like it's cool to see Sting he's still doing great for sixty like the way he flies around but it's like I don't know and they're gonna let Jr. commentate the match with Tony Schiavone they, that's cool kind of old well, school I feel. Feel the match that they wanted was the last WCW match that they had on the WCW banner was Sting versus Flair. I bet you anything that's what they would hope they could have done. Flair can't even move, dude. No, no, but that's what I'm saying. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying, right? Like, I mean, you know, of, of all the guys that would be the perfect guy for that match, it's the one guy that can't move, and that's a testament to Sting. He still wants to wrestle, though. He wants to do it. No, he does. He does. But it's just going to be horrible if he does, right? Did you see him the other like, night in there? Yeah, he looked horrible. He was just barely back for him. I know he's wearing those those dress shoes with all balance in it, but still, like his chops, like no. Nah. I love no, the he's, guy. He's one of my favorites, but no, he is. But he's just one of those guys that needs to step away now. Like you can't do it anymore. You're only hurting yourself. I well, give technically, you he really got retired when he's fifty nine. McMahon called him up, said, "You're retiring. Pick your final match. You're done. Yeah. You don't want to retire. But it's too bad." You're 59, you're retired. That, no, that you it, it makes that, sense. You know? Look, it's it's like this, okay? Um, I we've grown up watching Ric Flair, mm-hmm. right? And I legit grew up like you know, this is where I have that one benefit on you. Yeah, I have an extra few years where I actually got to watch him yeah. still in his prime as a kid, right? Like where I understood everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, with all due respect, brother, a lot of what you've seen Plus, right? probably tape delayed or or old archives where I yeah. actually got to see this stuff in real prime time, right? Um, yeah. You know, so so watching it from that perspective, yeah. It's just like when you actually go see them live then at this stage, it's a letdown. I'll give you an example of that. For me, it was Bob Dylan, okay? I love Bob Dylan as a guy, kid growing up. Loved all his music, loved everything. But then when I actually saw him live, it was probably the most disappointing concert I'd ever been to. Well, he's never been a good singer. And when you put him live, there's no studio tricks, even worse. No, 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 no. Meaning wise, like I expected 1960s Dylan, to be fair, because that's all I ever heard in my headphones, you know, just mm-hmm. like the, the old school Dylan. But when I actually saw him, like Santana opened for him, Santana was amazing, right? But when Bob came out, you just his voice didn't translate to what I was expecting. Well, he was never a good singer, even on record. Put him live, whew, he's brutal. But he's got a wow. great songwriter. And he just sits on a chair. Well, for me, I've always enjoyed him, right? So, you yeah, know, like that, that was the letdown. That was a letdown for me. But, I mean, it's kind of like saying, you know, and I'm not I'm not trying to, 
Jimi Hendrix, not a good singer either, but he's got good songs. They don't have great voices. They just kind of talk and mumble through their songs, but it still sounds good. But you put them live. Listen to Jimi Hendrix live. His guitar is great. His voice sounds like crap. It's just yeah, but it's that time of the year. It was that time where they, you know, it was more acid-based and everything. Yeah, but, but Jim Morrison can howl like the moon, though. No, I get it, man. But they all died at twenty-seven, so we don't know no, what. No, they I know. I'm just done, saying, like Bob right? Dylan's not a good singer, but he's a good songwriter. But I know what you mean. Right, but it was just a letdown. So I mean, almost yeah. it feels like if you go see Ric Flair fight now, and you're basing it on what you thought you saw and what you're expecting, it's going to be a letdown. Yeah. Right. It's kind of like watching McMahon take a stunner. Now it's not good. Don't yeah, do always it. Always had that spine problem, right? Yeah, you can't take. Right, it right, right. But don't do it again. It diminishes you. It's like yeah. the pro athlete that doesn't know when to walk away. Right, like, like, who, who can we look at in the world of combat sports that should have stopped a long time ago, but now it's like a mass ten straight losses. Tony Ferguson, walk away already, bro. Yeah. Right. You, you, you were amazing, and you should have stopped when you were amazing. Now your legacy, you're just known for the guy who lost your last seven fights. Yeah, it's true. Right. So that's that's the kind of point I'm trying to make here. It's like, yeah, who do you put against thing that that's makes any sense anyone that would have made sense is retired or too old i guess you, know, you could do jericho but even then they didn't really have a rival jericho was an undercard midcard guy in those days so well that's the thing jericho will be the only guy but he's got his own you know bag of skeletons that he's dealing with right now right you don't see much of him on on the show right now in the last couple of weeks they've kind of hit him yeah. hit him on collision right till this yeah. kind of boils over so i mean yeah, brother. I mean, I don't know. We we can keep going I on. I guess it's better than nothing having him do one more match. It's better than better than not seeing him, I guess. So we'll definitely have to tune in, check that out. No, we we'll definitely have to check that out. All right, brother man. I think we've jabbered on long enough here, man. We've talked a lot yep. about a lot about uh, this and that and the other. Um, here we are, two weeks away from the Royal Rumble. We will be together watching it. We'll try to cut some live. No, we will cut some live uh, segments. Maybe go live a little bit during the show and. Uh, yeah, we're gearing up here, man. Let's see what we can do before that. Let's see what the show is produced before that. And uh, I guess we're just in waiting stage now. Yeah. Right? NXT tonight, AEW Wednesday night, Thursday night free of wrestling, back to Friday night SmackDown. So, yeah, man, we, we, we're, we're, we're ready to go. All right. On that note, my name is Bobby Sampson. His name is Mr. Chance Michaels. In the words of the great ACDC, those that download, like, and subscribe to the podcast, we salute you. We do salute you. It is cold right across the continent. I don't think there's one place on this continent, well, outside of Mexico maybe, but even Houston's cold. Even Arizona's cold. So everyone's a bit cold, so stay warm, guys. Um, don't stop fighting the good fight. That's what I'm going to tell you guys today, man. No matter if things are good, keep fighting. If they're bad, fight harder. Everything will balance out, right? That's my message to the world today. Just, just keep grinding. Do never give up. Never stop trying. Even when things are bad, it's okay. Bad things yep. happen because you're supposed to learn from them. And if you can't learn from the bad things, then nothing, nothing you do will matter. Well said. So just keep working hard, everybody. And that's the message from Samp and Chance. Guys, we will see you Thursday with our boxing show. Snap and chants are out.